0: Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Dowdy. Let's get to some real talk. Happy Friday, y'all everybody is cruising through July. Today is the last day of this month and we are headed into the last portion of 2021. Wow. Um, We won't talk about political things today, uh, but what an up and down year, but I am super, super grateful. And today is about all of that. How to calm your chaos. And I can tell you that this is something that I have learned over the years and kind of a real quick synopsis of that. I always had the saying that I don't serve a god of chaos. I serve a god of order. If you don't have a level of order in your life that creates at least some space of peace, then maybe these tips will help you today. So and again, this has been my journey of removing chaos out of my life, because it is those stressors in our life that create the dis-ease in our body. So the more stress that you create, the more chances of you having a issue within your cellular makeup. Let's get straight to my three H's to help calm your chaos. I'm gonna start out with what most people probably aren't interested in hearing. <laughs> is your habits. And I laugh because habits require discipline and a lot of people look at discipline as a negative. And when you realize that your freedom comes within structure, then it becomes a good thing. So let's talk about some habits. What are your habits around sleep? Because if you're not getting the proper amount of sleep, then your entire day is gonna be in disarray, completely chaotic. Let's talk about your schedule. How do you schedule your life? And in coaching agents for going on over, 12 years now, along with my health and lifestyle clients, what I have realized is that people that avoid being accountable on their schedule are probably raised in a more chaotic upbringing. Zero judgment, it's just a fact. And some people call it dysfunction, how you were raised, etc. But it's, it's neither here nor there. You are where you are right at this moment. And right at this very moment, you have an opportunity to change that. Now, will it be easy? Absolutely not. But can you put in some simple things that over time will build upon itself? Absolutely. For example, I love my Google calendar. Love it. But I also understand the power of your brain sending a signal to your hand and you physically writing something down as well. Long before, I mean, listen, I'm old enough that I had a pager, I didn't have a phone. So long before any of that technology, I was a list maker. And one of the things that I also learned about list is that creating lists that you're unable to complete within a day is counterproductive. So set yourself up for success. You can write a list of 10 or 20 things and then take three to five of those things that you know are the most important thing for you to get done. And then if you're feeling really antsy, then fine. Add a couple of more things, but I promise you it's typically three to five things that you will be able to get completed within a day. The other thing is create a system of routines. Meaning if you're a morning person, then you know, do your meditation, do your time for yourself, do your emails, get to the business things in the morning when it's quiet and respond to all of that. And then as the day starts to come in and hit you, you leave a gap or space for, again, just life. Life can be chaotic that you allow room for those adjustments. And then have a check-in point, in the middle of the day, whether it's after lunch, at lunch, whatever, check in with yourself, check in with your team. And then again, at the end of the day, are you meeting with your family? Are you sitting down without a phone, having dinner and being completely present? So create those little buffers. I call them like gutters in a bowling alley. Create those lanes for you to kind of stay within. It still gives you wiggle room, but you know if you want to strike all of the, the pins out, then The more disciplined you are with your schedule, then the higher likelihood of having a strike, a win for each day you will have. And again, with your sleep, everybody is different. Uh, I talked about this on a previous podcast. I hate the shame game of the 5 a.m. club. It's just, we're all genetically different. Do you, and put the earmuffs on if you are not a 5 a.m. person. I am not, I never will be. I, even training for marathons, my life was miserable sometimes. And I've just realized that I would rather rather stay up later and run at a time that doesn't physically make my life more complicated. Now, keep in mind, for example, if you know that on a regular basis you're gonna have a client in London, so your time schedules are off and you have to get up at a different time, then on a regular basis, you're gonna have to do that. Same thing for a marathon. I know that all races start at seven or eight o'clock in the morning. So, of course, my long runs on the weekend are in the morning. I make myself go and do that, but my everyday training doesn't have to make my schedule become chaotic because I physically can't work as well when I am not following my personal circadian rhythms that work best for my body. So Check on your habits and you'll probably find a way to create a little less chaos in your life. And again, we got three H's to calm your chaos. So now we're going to move on to the next H and that is your health. I know for some people health can be a four letter word (laughs) and I understand that, especially after the past year and a half that we have had. Our health is more in front of us and more top of mind than it has ever been. It's not just for those people that are gym buffs or health nuts, all the labels and words that we use to dismiss those people that prioritize their health. That's really all that they're doing. And it is and always will be pretty much the most important thing (laughs) that you can put at the top of your list every single day. And again, scripturally, we have been given this body and this is our vessel and it is our responsibility to take care of it. About five years ago, actually, yes, on August 1st, I had an accident um, where I had the top of my hand was sliced open. It got highly, highly infected. You can go back to, I don't even know what episode that is. It's actually my Road to Excellence podcast. Doesn't matter. But it was the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will, for me when it came to my health. So again, five years ago, I was just turning 50. Yes, that means I am turning 55 in November. Whoop, whoop. AARP, here Lala comes. I am excited about it. <laughs> so I, again, had this injury and had to take all of these antibiotics. I am, if you know me, you know, I'm as organic and clean and blah, 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 as I possibly can be. And I'm on this journey every single day, learning more and more. And it kicked me in the ass in the head in the heart I mean I have never I've had a serious L4 L5 T9 uh, C4 C5 back injury and that was baby stuff compared to this injury that I had um yeah so <laughs> it was a massive wake up call for me and In the process of that, of course, I start to do a search. And in the search, I found this amazing person who is now a friend, mentor, coach, and her name's Rita Catalino. And for more information on Rita, you can go to episode 11 and 14, and you'll get her backstory. And she introduced me to isogenics. Rita is a, an amazing chef. She is a nutritionist, personal trainer. Like she's got all of the education, degrees, all of that stuff to do this. But for me, I just know what worked and what I had already realized was, you know, not only the environment, what you're smelling, what you're eating, all, of, I already knew all of those things, but something just wasn't working. And especially women and quite honestly, even men, they don't, it's not as talked about as much. And especially, you know, for women, when you get to the menopausal point of your life, it's just not talked about as much as it can be. And I didn't have answers and I didn't understand the connection between what was going on with me hormonal. And how food and my nutrition could assist in that transition. I have now, for five years, been incorporating isogenics into my life. When I was saying, referencing Rita being a chef and all of those things, y'all know I don't cook. I mean, I can cook, I don't have the literal library that my mother has of all the different cookbooks. God love her. I don't have that joy. Of cooking. Holidays, special occasions, absolutely. I'll do it all day, every day. I can really cook up some awesome fried chicken, healthy fried chicken, let me be clear. But (laughs) Anyway, I just don't enjoy cooking. So this isogenics piece of my life has created, when we're talking about habits, talking about your schedule, talking about discipline has made it so, so much easier. And I still enjoy all of the amazing foods. If you are a food prepper, this does not impact that, but please do your own research when it comes to how your hormonal balance, your endocrine system is massively impacted by the foods that you put into your body. And again, this is a very touchy subject, can be quite political in regards to organic, the amount of chemicals, you know, literally you can fly to Europe and get better food than what we have here in America. And one side of my family has made a living off of farming. And I'm not here to judge that. I'm just here to say that we all get to make a choice every single day of what we give our money to. And I no longer choose to empower not taking care of myself. When our government prefers to feed the pockets of other people, besides the people that need to be fed, I choose to find my resources elsewhere. That's as political as I'm gonna get on this one. So again, when it comes to your health, your sleep matters, how you start your day, when you break your fast, because breakfast is called break fast because typically as we were you know, evolving physically over time, that's why you have a kind of brunch and then you have an early dinner. I can tell you, I have happily embraced my senior citizen hour <laughs> eating. I cannot eat late anymore. It just does not serve me in any way, shape or form. So I happily will partake in the senior hour pricing. Uh, you think I'm kidding, but I'm not. I love to eat around between 4.30 and 6.30 is literally, literally the latest. And 6.30 is typically when like maybe I'm going to dinner with friends or something like that. I cannot, It's. I don't even feel comfortable eating at 6.30. I prefer well before that. The other thing that I want to talk to you about when I'm talking about stress is one thing that is literally coming to the market today when this podcast is breaking is our Isogenics Adaptogen Elixir. I'll be really quick with this, but I just know that there are so many people out there looking for that one pill, that one thing, and if there's one thing that you can do to help your body, it is incorporating adaptogens into your body. Very quickly, what is an adaptogen? It is an herb or a mushroom that has health benefits for you to help deal with Stress. It can come in a tea, a tincture, powders. It can be added to food. Some people even put it in capsules. And if you've been following me, you've been hearing me talk about our collagen elixir, which I have been using since January. You can go look at my before and afters. Holy Jesus. It's just not only like Physically for my skin, because I had really bad issues with my skin. The the mask, um, there were just so many things going on because I wasn't my endocrine system wasn't getting enough movement. That's the honest to god truth. And all of that is cleared up. My joints. I can just feel a difference. I sleep better. I feel like my gut has also improved. So this elixir that we are adding as of today, this adaptogen elixir is in the same recyclable bottle that the collagen is coming in. So it's just under two ounces and it's this bubbly blend of adaptogens and kombucha. So if you're not familiar with kombucha, it has massive health benefits to your gut. And it helps to give you balance. And as I've said, to reduce your stress, you can look at it as like a dietary supplement. um, And it's designed to help support for you to adapt to stress. And it actually combines the kombucha with black tea leaves with root extracts from things like, here we go, ready? Astragalus, my Kentucky accent's not going to work. Eleuthera, Please don't discredit this because of my inability to pronounce these. Rhodiola, ashwagandha, and shisandra fruit. So it's kind of a tart kombucha flavor, and it has just a subtle hint of rose. So a lot of people have their sleep has massively improved. Uh, It's just one shot per day. It helps to support your immune system. That's what astragalus does. Uh, Ashwagandha is a time-tested relaxation adaptogen that helps you sleep and just keep you chill throughout the day. Shisandra is a Fatigue fighter, God knows for me and for many people, regardless of your age, fatigue kind of hits you harder at certain ages than others. And then the Eleuthero root is actually a brain booster. So that's really the biggest thing that a lot of people have said is the massive, massive, focus that they have gained from this new elixir. So that is available today. There will be a link in the show notes. And of course, if you're following me on Instagram, I will have a swipe up. It'll be in my highlight reel, etc. It's phenomenal. Anyway, so I hope that you will check that out. I hope that you are incorporating items into your life that will help you physically. How often are you moving? Weights have a benefit to your bone density and structure. It also helps your endocrine system and your lymphatic system to drain the toxins every day. So I hope that at least you're walking 15 to 20 minutes, five to six days a week. So health-wise, you can calm your chaos literally by walking out in nature. But it all starts with your habits and then your habits help to create a healthy lifestyle by incorporating healthy foods, healthy habits of when you're taking a protein shake or incorporating your supplements. Yes, you need to supplement whether you're taking an elixir like this adaptogen elixir or the collagen elixir, somehow make sure that your body is receiving the level of minerals and nutrients that it needs in order for your endocrine system, your hormonal system to stay in balance. I promise you, if you're going, I just feel off, that's it. Buzzer, ding, 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 ding. That's where it is. So you have the power to create a vessel that functions for you and calms the chaos in your life. Therefore, you will have less dis-ease in your body now we're gonna move on to the third tip and it's my favorite one it's about being happy olympics simone biles mental health is front and center covid has created not only from adults to children front and center not only our physical health our mental health. And happiness is an attitude, it is a choice, but again, you need to create habits, you need to create structure, you need to create systems that help you find your happy. I am not gonna be cliche here, I'm not (laughs) going to be preachy here, I'm just going to share with you the things that have worked for me. And part of that has to do with stepping outside your comfort zone. When COVID hit, and especially being in LA, our COVID restrictions were very, very tight. And I had to find things to keep me mentally moving forward. And I had an aunt who passed away many years ago on my mom's side, and she was just naturally gifted at painting. And I just have always, (laughs) I think a while back, uh, yeah, when I first got back to Kentucky, uh, end of April, I shared in my Instagram, because one of my degrees is in design. So of course, from clothing to interior design, I had to do sketches. God love me and my beautiful little sketches, but listen, I tried and it was a beginning and that's just it. So I bought several paint by number, very, this is not child's play (laughs) y'all. It's very, very hard. I'll also in my Instagram post today, I'm sharing a picture of one of my completed pieces that I actually gave to my mom and dad. It's this famous rooster painting, Uh, but it is a paint by numbers, but I did do it and it does look phenomenal. Yes. Anyway, pat myself on the back. And I actually got two additional ones that once I get back to California, I will start on those. But in the meantime, I also got a coloring book. A part of my work for my real estate, as well as my coaching clients, is a lot of creative graphic design, marketing, advertising type stuff. So being creative is some a muscle that you have to work on. And this is just how I have found an outlet to keep me moving in the right direction. And it makes me happy. And it makes me feel proud of myself. And, you know, sometimes I would watch some Netflix or whatever. And sometimes even you watch movies that you've seen before. So while I'm got that going in the background, I'm also using my coloring book. Find ways that help you to satiate that piece of your mental health that feeds just you, feeds your soul. And I can't, you know, like I'm, I'm sharing transparently what mine are. I don't know what yours are. So find that thing that makes you happy. And it could be as simple as just going for a walk every day. You know, I miss my Thomas and my Stella, like there's nobody's business and They both had their own personalities, just like I'm sure parents who have children, (laughs) we all have our own unique personalities. And I, I used to have this little saying that my dogs were laugh, loyalty, and love. Stella was pure joy. Every single day, multiple times a day, she would make this very focused, serious person that I am laugh. And she brought lightness and joy into my life. Thomas was absolutely goofy, but his predominant piece that he brought into my life was his constant example of loyalty. And they both, of course, as all dogs, uh, I don't know about cats. I did have a cat and I know Sam loved me, but (laughs) he didn't always exemplify unconditional love like my dogs do or did. Anyway, so find those things and and yes you know like I'm I'm giving some space to grieve their absence in my life and re-shore up that part of my life before I introduce another dog into my life some people can't handle that and that you know this is just my path and I am so grateful that I have literally spent the past 3 months on the road and I used to travel of course with Stella and Thomas and then when Stella passed I traveled with Thomas but Has it been much easier to do that without having the dogs? Yes. But has it been as fun? No. (laughs) So find the things that make you happy. And it could literally be something as simple as going to a comedy show. Why we still can do that based on what's going on with the Delta variant right now. Get out there and go to a comedy show. Find a way to get some massive belly laughs into your system so that you can create that beautiful benefit that laughter brings, again, to your endocrine system, to your cells of your body. And yep, that was my accent. Just popped out. Let it go. We're moving on. Find your happy however that is, and make sure when you're doing that little checklist that you have every single day that you acknowledge that part of your life. Somewhere we all were sold this bag of bullshit that life has to be a struggle. It doesn't. We get to choose to be happy even when chaos is coming into our life. And one of the biggest ways to calm your chaos is to decide in that moment that whatever news it is you're receiving, find something that brings you joy. I literally could look at a picture of Stella and just sometimes tear up with joy or have a belly laugh. So find that thing that gives you that instantaneous reward and be happy. Don't worry, be happy. There's a purpose in that song. I hope today you have found some nuggets to help you calm the chaos in your life and that you realize there's so much freedom in creating structure in your habits, finding systems that help to incorporate better health for the vessel that you're walking around this earth in, and last but not least, finding ways to be happy because I promise you, having been in the South for the past three months, I love LA, I love my Malibu, I love my West Coast, but I can tell you the biggest lesson that the West Coast needs to learn is get the F over yourself and just smile and acknowledge people with their eyes, look into their soul and say, hi, how are you? It really is okay. We're not going to (laughs) bite. I have received, literally, I can promise you being here in the South, I have received a compliment almost every single day from complete strangers because it is just their DNA here. And it's something... As I go back to California, I am not letting go of, no matter how uncomfortable I make the other people. (laughs) Find some calm in your chaos, y'all. Thank you for joining me on this Friday. Have a fantastic weekend and be sure to grab your adaptogen elixir today. Yay, be well. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the experiment podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us and leave us a review. And as always follow me on Instagram at Laura Doughty underscore L E for live. Excellent. Go make a difference. Y'all the world needs you.